And we're live. Welcome back to Master and Apprentice Star Wars with Daddies. <laughs> On today's episode, Star Wars with Daddy and Daddies. How are you doing today, Sammy? I'm doing great. Me too. So, we got fun stuff. Not a ton of news uh, since our last video in uh, Star Wars just in general, but we do have a couple things recently. They're just not big things. Uh, I'm just going to get right into it. Oh, that's a uh, lame. Oh, gosh. Ads. It is... Uh, let me present this puppy. All right. It is Moth Gideon's Stormtrooper uh, design revealed um it looks interesting uh that's some art concept art for it uh not crazy different of course you got to make it a little unique but let's read this we've yet to see moff gideon in the third season of mandalorian we haven't even seen him in the promotional material but we had a minor update during his character during the weeks of the uh, episode of the mandalorian this week's episode during chapter 19 a discussion amongst a group of army uh amnesty officers with Dr. Perching, where Amnesty Officer G-27 claimed that Moff Gideon had escaped the New Republic shackles after being captured at the end of Mandalorian Season 2. However, another character in the scene, Amnesty Officer M-34, dismisses the claim that Gideon had escaped, claiming it's cover for the New Republic, torturing the Imperial with a mind of flare. Um, the device we see you used on Dr. Perching at the end of the last episode. So... Past reports from making Star Wars claim that Moff Gideon's appearance in the season, uh, in the season will be updated as Imperial would, uh, as the Imperial would now be sporting a Mandalorian helmet. The helmet will re reportedly be black in color with a vis uh, red v T visor along the horn with horns on top of it, similar to the design of Darth Maul's Death Watch as seen in the Clone Wars. That's what I was gonna say. Um, you put, I'm not sure what this is. There's no horns here. I don't know why they... It looks kind of... Um, <clears throat> if you guys remember, in the Rebels, there was like these Imperial Mandalorians. Do you remember that, Afton? Yes, yes. That's what uh, reminds me of. That's what, kind of look, what they kind of look like from the Rebel series. I don't remember... I don't think we've seen them very much, but... Do you want to a good picture of one? Yeah, see? Right here. You got the little horns on top of it. This sounds a lot like what they're describing in this right here i mean that's that's a good example of it that's those aren't imperial i mean those are imperial yeah it, it's that's gar saxon similar to the jet troopers yeah they are very similar but those were imperial mandalorians i don't remember what their tie was but they were the working one? for the empire but they were mandalorians yeah and i i'm interested to see why they kept the horns because there, there's got to be some reasoning behind that oh wow death watch the mandalorians the Mandalorians. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Yeah, something like that. That's not what it looked like in the Clone Wars, but there was definitely horns. That right there. I guess that is what it looked like. Yeah, not as many horns. What's the Crimson Dons? Either way, you got little horns on top of it. Um, very very cool looking design. I love how they put 
completely irrelevant pictures right next to it. <laughs> I think that's a very interesting decision in this article. Um, I, I'm excited to see him off getting a return. He's one of my favorite um, villains that we see in live action. Um, just overall, if you're discluding Sith. If you're including Sith, I'm probably going to pick someone else like Maul, who's just awesome overall. But Moff Gideon is definitely one of the more. I, I wonder, with that ones. being said, if we're still going to see much Thrawn. Because, like, the big bad guy that's been reported and rumored for a while has been Thrawn. And we were even, you know, suspecting that we could see him return in Mandalorian. Um, but if Moff Gideon's, like, if we're supposed to be getting his return, then, like, who knows if we should be seeing any Thrawn anytime in this Mandalorian. So I, I do wonder how that's going to be handled. But with that, we'll get right into like the breakdown review. Athen, you watched Mandalorian Season 3? Yes, I episode did. Episode 3? Yes, I did. All right, what would you give out of 10? Uh, this one out of 10, I'm probably... I'm, I'm going to give a... I'm going to give it a 7.5. It was not a bad episode, but and keep in mind, a 5, that's what I'm going to consider a mid-episode. This was a good episode. It really was. It's probably going to be the slowest episode. Five and a half? No, I said seven and a half. Okay. I, I just pointed out that five is not bad for me. Five is just in the middle. But I'm probably giving this one. I'm, I'm giving this one a seven and a half. I think it was pretty good. It was a lot less Grogu and Mandalorian. Probably just about the least. It's finally adding the second plot line of um, these. Obviously, as we see in this article right here, Amnesty Officers. I thought it, it's so cool to see all the um, dystopian future futuristic type stuff that the empire throws in giving people numbers instead of names as you can see in some random dystopian books like 1984 because you don't want people to be personified or whatever it's just showing how the the empire wants to make sure everything is perfectly in order at the end of every day amnesty officer i think it was 34 um he was questioned by a droid that asked do you have any problem at all with the empire and I'd put five bucks on the line if he said, eh, not really. He'd get shot right there. It's just, it's so cool to see all this dystopian future stuff. And now, apparently, it's canon-ish. No, it's not canon. It's definitely canon that Bo-Katan is now part of that new Mandalorian creed. It's um, Children of the Watch. Children of the Watch. I'm very, very interested to see if she decides to go through with that. If she doesn't, it's obviously not her style at all. But, well, her whole... Creed just pretty much abandoned her. So she might be like, oh, new home here. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see where that goes. But uh, I, I'm, it's also really cool to see the amnesty officer that's pretty much a uh, resistance recruiter who goes in there as a really smart person, pretty much entraps someone and doing something against the Empire. And then after they agree to do it or they go through with it, kidnaps them and says, hey, this is a good scientist for the resistance. It's just so weird, but it's completely, it makes a ton of sense, but it, it, it's so cool to just see all this in live action as opposed to books and just smaller things that happen, but what'd you give it out of 10? Out of 10, I'd probably give the exact same score, seven and a half. I mean, there were some pretty awesome parts of this I really loved. Uh, the whole beginning where we jumped right off and Bo-Katan's not going to tell Mandalorian or Din Djarin anything about this. Um about the uh, mythosaur, I, I thought that was really interesting, very, you know, sinister almost. <clears throat> and that whole series with them dog fighting with Imperial was just good, awesome, loved it. And then we kind of leave off of it 
and I was talking to my wife about this. It was pretty much Andor vibes for like most of the show. And I was yeah. like, wow, I, this isn't bad. But uh, I mean, this is why Andor was boring because it was just this one episode through, right? Like trying to be mysterious and spy like the whole way through. And it was just, you know, kind of boring, right? And while this wasn't crazy boring, it was a little bit of, I didn't think they are doing the best with character development um, because, I mean, this is a character we've seen once or twice through the series, but to kind of give him his own episode, I thought was a little goofy. They could have been doing this a little bit of a different way, like bring this through, you know, five to ten minutes in each episode. Yeah. And then you would already be at this point. You know, if you did this for ten minutes per episode, this story right here, and then you get to episode three, this whole arc of episode three would already be done, right? And, and you have the runtime for it, too. The first episode was, like, one of the shortest ones. It was 35 minutes, I believe, 36 or 37 minutes. It was really short. You could put 10 minutes right in there, made your runtime about 15 minutes, hyped everyone up for it. But either way, it's it's a cool plot to see. Sammy is completely right, though. It's at a weird time. It's a weird placement. And then the ending was very, very cool. I enjoyed the ending. I, I did enjoy this episode. It brought a lot. The whole Coruscant, they did the Coruscant vibe so good. Andor, I don't think, did it very much justice. You really didn't even really get any Coruscant vibe. But the whole the whole Coruscant vibe was done perfectly in this episode. I did enjoy that part. And then the whole, uh, like, the Imperial um, <clears throat> Star Destroyer, Star Destroyer uh, Remnant, and then, like, rummaging yeah. through it, that was really cool. I mean... Grace, my wife, she's not like the biggest Star Wars fan. She enjoys it. But when that scene came out, she's like, wow, that's cool. Like, like she immediately recognized what it was. And it was just like, oh, that's kind of that's kind of cool. Yeah. So it was very do- done well everywhere around. Yeah. I mean, a little bit of Andor vibes, but there was nothing wrong with Andor, right? So it it was a good episode. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I, I just looked at the run time of the episode so far. They definitely had time to spread this out in three episodes and then one. First episode was 30 second, set 37 minutes. Second was 44, and the third one was 58. Like that, that's so lopsided right there. You could have just taken 10 minutes from the first, from the third episode, threw it into the first and second, and made them all about 50 minutes. Yeah. But either way, it was still a banger episode. Same as right though, how it feels like they're just throwing that in late for no reason. Yeah. And then we go to Bad Batch season two, episode 13. Um, I'll go right off the cusp. I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. What about you, Afton? That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily a filler episode, but it's pretty close to just a filler episode, which is a 5 out of 10 in everyone's book, right? Yep. A filler episode is just mid. Like, all right, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't really what I wanted to see. And that's exactly what we got. The reason I had to give it a 6 out of 10 is because we did get to see a little bit more character development and we get more plot development because – it is kind of important to know, all right, they're staying on this planet and they're not working for Sid anymore. And now they kind of have this yeah. thing with Sid where they're not friends anymore. That is kind of important. And that is plot development. But the rest of the episode didn't bring much, wasn't crazy interesting. And so it was a little bit of, it was a little boring, a little lapsedaisical, right? It wasn't the most intriguing of the episodes. Yeah. No, uh, I, I completely agree. This entire episode could be summed up as Sid, no like Bad Batch. Tidal wave, Omega needs friends. Yeah, right there. And it was it was cool to see, but then again, this is directed towards more little kids who probably would enjoy a tidal wave episode or something stupid like that. But just not the crazy content that we're wanting to see. And it's it's a filler episode. That's really what it is. But 
What episode was that? 13, 14? 13. 13. So, so three more. One more and then a double drop the next week, and that's it. Which kind of leads me to believe we're probably getting a filler next week. Yeah. That's Some what sort it's of been. filler. And then the next two will be kind of picking up with uh, Crosshair and then the Zilla Beast thing. That's what I'm assuming that's what's going unless, to happen. Unless next week has a cool plot. Then honestly, the series could be condensed down into six episodes. Them being exclusively the double drops. Uh, actually, I take that back. Last week was really good with Crosshair, yeah. but that was the only exception. And the week before that was the Zilla Beast. The Zilla Beast. Was oh only, shoot! The Zilla yeah. Beast wasn't a double. I guess double the first drop. half was just mid. Then and I was yeah. like, pretty much since the middle, <laughs> since the break, since the double drop at the middle, it has been mostly fire. This is like the first not fire episode. Yeah, which is fine. You kind of expect that you get. You're going to get sixteen piece. Yeah, sixteen piece. That's it's TV. You know, PG rated. You're going to get little goofy episodes here and there, and that's not like it doesn't make me mad or anything. But it is what it is, right? It's not the most intriguing of the episodes. Yeah. Um. Over it. It, it was. Yeah. Nothing much more to say. I, I'm excited to see what next week's does bring. Sadly, I will not be here for that, but. I'll try and sneak my phone onto a plane or something and watch that when I'm not legally allowed to. We'll get into that in a second. Any other news to talk about? Really? Um, we got the accolade. Let me pull this up real quick. It has a record-breaking runtime for the, um, I believe, the premiere. Um, no, it's same for the series. The series. So it's saying the whole series in general eight is hours. eight hours, which is freaking crazy. Yeah. Okay, that's what I was reading. The first, uh, the longest. Episode was an hour eleven minutes. Was the Bad Batch, which was just one episode. The Mandalorian. Which is one of the Why best do we care about the premieres? I don't know. That's a, apparently a pretty important thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay, someone look at the numbers and let me see. However, accolade with only title listed, then it will be more difficult to discern if the sixty minute figure was authentic. But listing with the other titles uh, with correct episode counts and runtimes. So basically, it's not completely confirmed that this is an eight-hour runtime series, but the direct hardly puts stuff up here with little to no sources, and the sources they use are almost always pretty darn accurate. Yeah. Um, There's really not much more news. Yeah. It's just numbers and stuff. This talking exactly. to thing is stupid. I don't even worry about There's this. There's nothing important this, about this that. This guy's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much said, yeah, everyone knew I was going to be making an appearance in my own movie. Duh. That's pretty much his whole article saying. Yeah, I mean, talking with Titi re- reacts like that. That's how you know not to, not to, not to look at the rest of the article. Yeah. It's a reaction. Anyways, um, that that's pretty darn close to it for the Star Wars news, as far as I'm aware. The accolade. It's crazy that we're getting more information. Mandalorian is iconic. Okay, never mind. So, um, it is kind of crazy that we're getting some information on the accolade right now. Uh, that's releasing 2024 is what we're hearing. And, I mean, we have very little information on Skeleton Crew right now. Uh, we don't have a release yeah, date for that. Yeah, we have more Ahsoka. information on 2024 shows than we do on yeah. 2023 shows it's, at this point. It's weird, but that's what it is. Yeah. 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 Um, with that being said, there's not much really else to cover this week in the Star Wars week. Uh, but we are, we've got a little bit of an announcement. It's not really an announcement, but it is. Um, Afton's going to be gone for a little bit closer to six months, a little, little less than six months, more five months, but we're going to just say six months right now at this point. Um, and maybe eventually he will be able to join us, but for a, at least a month or two, he's going to be gone. Yeah, at least two two months. 
so with that being said, we're going to do like a little party stream um, Saturday. We're going to be giving out the send-off. We're going to be having fun. Uh, it's going to be, you know, us partying, doing goofy things. Uh, hopefully everyone can join. We can just say goodbye to Afton. It's kind of a little farewell party for the YouTube. It's just going to be me for a little bit. Um, so, guys, tune in that on Saturday. What time you want to do? Let's do 7. 7? Seven? 7 sounds right after the card, right? Sure. Seven, seven, seven thirty. More likely seven, seven. We'll we'll put we'll we'll put it up on the day of Thursday or Saturday. We'll put it up on the YouTube channel. We'll have it preset. It'll tell you the time. We'll, we'll you guys just make sure you show up. You know, we're not asking for money or anything like that. We're just like you know, come by and show out. I've been looking through the comments. You know, last couple of videos, lots of love. You guys have been you know saying nice, nice comments and things like that. So I just bring that kind of love for Afton because he doesn't really look too much to the comments and stuff because he doesn't know how to read. So Sorry. if you guys say it to him on stream, I can read it to him. And um, yeah, and it'd just be fun to give him a little send off for the YouTube for a little bit because he's been here for the beginning and he's been here all the way through. And obviously we both miss streams and videos every now, every now and then, but <clears throat> he's going to be gone for a little bit and he's going to miss part of, you know, some of the important things for Star Wars. <clears throat> so... Yeah, we'll just do a little send-off for him. Saturday, 6.30, somewhere in that area. We'll have it up at like 5 o'clock, what we're doing. We're, we're going to be doing – we have a surprise. It, Athen – We can't We can't say what it is, but – Yeah, it, we can't say what it is, but it's going to be fun. You guys are going to love it. It's, you're going to enjoy it. And if you show up, you're going to be able to affect it, which Athen doesn't know this now, hasn't agreed to it, but you will. So just show up, join the comments. It's going to be fun. You guys are going to love it. We'll see you guys then Saturday, 6.30, somewhere in that area. We'll let you know when. And with that, we hope you guys enjoyed the stream. If you guys are on podcast, don't forget that download, the follow. If you're on YouTube, don't forget that like and subscribe. With that, we hope you guys enjoyed this. We'll see you guys in the next Star Wars of Daddies, Thursday, 7.30. With that, we'll see you later. Peace.